Today's episode of What's Tech is brought to you by Canary, a complete home security system in a single device. When Canary detects something out of the ordinary, it sends intelligent notifications with HD video straight to your phone. Canary puts you in control during an emergency. Through the Canary app, you can watch live footage, sound a built-in siren, or connect with the police near your home. Start protecting your home with Canary today for just $199. Go to meetcanary.com and use the promo code TECH to get free overnight shipping. That's meetcanary.com. Okay, so I'm sitting in my living room like a week or two ago, and I've got my bowl of popcorn, I've got a beer on the the end table, and I'm ready to finally watch Master of None, because literally everyone is telling me how great it is, and I love Aziz, and so I figure I'm going to just love this too. Oh my gosh. You should totally watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's 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 supposed to be great, right? So I'm sitting there on my couch. I've got an Amazon Fire TV plugged into my TV, um, and I load up the Netflix app. I browse to it. Actually, Netflix tells me that it's right there. And, uh, you know, go watch this because we think you'll like it. And I go to fire up the first episode, and it plays for like 30 seconds, and then it just stops, and I get that circle. And it says 25%, and then like 26%, 27%, and 30%. And eventually, like, it just isn't going anywhere. So I have my phone next to me, so I'm checking my phone. My phone, I can get on Twitter. I can do everything just fine with that. Uh, but I exit out of the video on my TV. I go back into it, and no dice. Like, it's still stuck there at that 30-second mark. So eventually, I have to put down my beer, put down my popcorn trudge all the way up to my office which is up on the second floor of the house unplug my stupid router plug it back in wait three minutes and then finally i can watch master of none which is a great show and you should watch it if you haven't seen it but i didn't have a great start there this may be the most universal story that has ever been told on what's tech <laughs> Minus, I mean, it replaced Master of None with, like, uh, the Great British Baking Off or whatever <laughs> that thing is, and I think we've hit it. Yeah. Uh, great. This is... Pe- pe- people are... Oh, my gosh. People are going to be so excited when they find out what this episode is right after this break. Hello, and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I am your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant. Today, I am joined by my friend and colleague, Dan Seifert, Senior Editor of Technology at The Verge. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Chris. Now, I don't want to hype this episode up too much, (laughs) but this is an episode about internet routers. And while I thought maybe, maybe uh, internet routers, too boring, turns out the most request I have received for an episode internet routers so uh <laughs> i'm gonna ask andrew this is where he's gonna insert like the air horn and like maybe some like police sirens uh and now we're gonna get into like the hotness uh beginning with a question on the tips of everybody's tongue dan yeah what is an internet router so the best way that i can describe an internet router is it is the gateway 
for internet access in your home or place of business or apartment or wherever. Uh, and most people experience them as Wi-Fi networks. Uh, they take the internet uh, service that comes into your home, whether it's from your cable provider, or DSL or Fios or whatever it might be. It uh, takes that connection, that signal, and essentially splits it and broadcasts it throughout your house. So it'll split it into uh, wired connections that you can plug directly into your router from and access the internet that way. Or it'll create a wireless signal and a wireless network that you can then connect your devices to and then access the greater internet. Do we have to have a router? Because I feel like when I was a kid, you know, back in the day, there was a time where I didn't use an, a router to get onto the internet. Or right. am I crazy? Yeah. So, no, you're not crazy because probably when you were doing that, you were accessing it through a dial-up service. And routers are kind of a product of broadband access internet. So once we had internet that could support more than one connection at a time, that was fast enough to handle multiple connections at simultaneously, we had this need to split the connection. And essentially, that's what the router is doing. Um, so no, the answer to answer your first question, do you need one? Technically, no. Uh, practically, yes. Uh, I say technically, no, because you could take the uh, connection from your, your cable service. Uh, it goes into a modem, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And you could connect that modem directly to your computer, and you could access the internet directly that way. Um, but you'd only be accessing it from one device. Uh, chances are it's your computer. You can't plug your phone into that or your tablet or your Xbox or whatever it might be. Um, and it's pretty limited. So now you've got this 50 megabit or 100 megabit connection that you're just using on one computer. So the router lets you take that connection and share it with a whole bunch of other things. So your phone, your tablet, your game system, your Amazon Fire TV, um, your Nest thermostat. Anything that connects to the internet goes through your router. Okay. So I've been trying to think of a metaphor for a thing I don't really understand. So tell me if either of these are right or if they both are <laughs> or if they're both really wrong. Is a router kind of like a traffic cop where it's like, hey, you, packet of information, go that way? Or is it like a security officer at times where it's like, hey, you're bad information. Don't come in here at all. Uh, I, I, the, better, the better metaphor is the traffic cop. Uh, for most people's routers, it's, it's directing this traffic, this internet traffic that's being either requested from your devices or sent from your devices to where it needs to go. Um, so that when I connect to the router with my smartphone and I pull up my Twitter account, it access, I can access my Twitter feed and then, you know, my wife can go on the laptop and go to her Gmail and she accesses her Gmail and I'm not seeing her Gmail. I'm seeing my Twitter feed and vice versa. Um, as far as the security thing, most routers aren't great security devices. There's other more complicated devices called firewalls that take that security, um, uh, uh, place, uh, but that's not really what the router is. Okay, so you mentioned modems. How is a router different from a modem? So the modem is... So most people experience this in two ways. Uh, you've got a separate modem that's probably provided by your internet service provider, so your cable company or your phone company, uh, and then that plugs into the router, which uh, you know we already mentioned kind of gives everybody the access to that. Uh, the modem takes a signal in from the cable... Uh, service or DSL line or wherever and converts that into a signal that your computer can access. So um, 
for instance, my my setup at home, I give uh, high-speed internet from my cable company. So I actually have the cable, like it looks like a TV cable that screws into the back of the modem. And then from the modem, I can plug in a computer or the router. Uh, certain internet providers have combination routers and modems in one box. So you plug your your cable into the back of the box, and then it does the whole modem router function all in one. I think Verizon FiOS does this, if you happen to have FiOS service. Uh, but most people, are, you're, you're going to have two separate pieces there. Okay, so you already kind of told this story, but uh, fun fact, and this is 100% <laughs> true, uh, this morning I had to reset my router <laughs> yeah. because my internet was garbage. And it feels like I do this a lot. Yeah. And I understand with technology that it's that thing where... If you only have to do something once every 30 days, it somehow feels like you're doing it every other day. Uh, but why? Why do they Why do they not work so often? Uh, why? Uh, man, that's a good question. That's, that's like the golden question that everybody wants answered. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of bunch of different factors that could cause problems in the breakdown. So there could be a breakdown between the modem and the router itself. So maybe it's not talking to the modem properly and getting the signal there. Most likely, the problem is that the router is not broadcasting the signal properly, um, especially if you're using it over Wi-Fi. Um, you know, a person like yourself or, or me, we might have anywhere from uh, 6 to 12 devices at once connected to our Wi-Fi, uh, and that they are constantly pulling information. There's constantly Wi-Fi signals bouncing around the house. They get interrupted by your microwave or, you know, uh, one thing that I've noticed in my own home uh, is that anytime we turn on our baby monitor, which is a video baby monitor, it kills my Wi-Fi signal. Um, like, it just straight up destroys it, uh, which is funny. Um, but, you know, all these things are happening and, and devices are coming and going. You're leaving the house, your your phone disconnects, you come back to the house, your phone reconnects. So there's a lot of, like, things that the router is doing, even though you don't ever actually see it. And just like the old adage uh, for you have a computer problem, you just got to reboot it and it'll probably go away. It's the same concept with your router. You, you unplug it or turn the power off uh, and turn it back on and plug it back in and you're you're kind of starting fresh again. I know this is... Uh, ignorant of me, I guess is the best way of saying it. But it it baffles me in scenarios like this where computers seem so binary. Uh, like they have a job and they're, they're uh, little robots that just do that job and they either are doing it or they're not. That the idea that uh, they can get confused in any way, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't quite add up and also gives me a little bit of discomfort uh, because being confused seems uh, uniquely human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 know, I know I'm overthinking this. Um, yeah, it just yeah. gets, it, it's like, it gets, I, it, the best way I can think of it is that it just gets overwhelmed. It's just doing too much. In life. It's like, <laughs> well, I give up. Or maybe, you know, maybe like it was throwing... Just needs 15 minutes of therapy every yeah, week and yeah. it'd be much better. It's like the example I gave in the beginning. My TV is downstairs, a room over. It's pretty far from my router. So it's got to throw that wireless signal pretty far. It's got to throw it through a couple walls, through some kitchen appliances, stuff like that, uh, before it gets to my uh, Amazon TV. And, you know, that signal kind of just gets beat up along the way. And sometimes the router has had enough and it's not throwing enough of a signal and it just needs to be kicked in the pants and then it works okay so we've beaten up on routers uh plenty here <laughs> I, I, I this is such a weird conversation it really is <laughs> but but they've gotten better yes like let, let's talk about that how how have they improved in say the last 
five, ten years. So they, they've actually like improved dramatically. Um, and you may not notice this, especially if you're just using the router that's provided to you by your cable company or your, your internet service provider. Um, but if you go out of your way to not use that router and you go out and you buy a router, uh, an aftermarket one, uh, they have much broader range uh, as far as Wi-Fi networks. They can broadcast their signal a lot further than they used to be. They also can carry data a lot faster. So it used to be that, I, I think back to like the original Xbox, and if you wanted to play online with that, there's no way, you, I mean, I don't even think it had Wi-Fi, but if you wanted to do that, you had to definitely plug in a, a cable and run a cable to it, and, and that's how you could get on the internet. Um, nowadays, you know, you can just do it on your Wi-Fi network without much of a hassle, and it has plenty of bandwidth to handle gaming certain scenarios and stuff like that. Uh, they can handle 4K streaming, so you can be 4K streaming to one TV, and then, you know, someone's playing a game on their tablet or their computer in another room. Um, just the, the amount of data that they can manage now is is so much bigger than before we may not see that because we're doing so much and we're like as much as they progress we're keeping up with them in terms of like what we demand out of the router so you know uh, we may not see those tangible benefits but a router today is so much like stronger and faster than one five and certainly 10 years ago now i i have i i'm i don't want to brag but i'm gonna i'm gonna brag I have a real good router. Okay, what do you got? It's, let's let's hear it. It's called a Netgear Nighthawk. Oh yeah. There's like numbers and letters after that, but yeah. Here, here's the thing. It's very. It, it, it does a great job, and I would only know to have it if I because of my job because I have to have a strong internet connection to do what I do every day. Right. Uh, but the the uh, the expense of that is having something. That looks like a cross between the Batmobile, like the new Batmobile, and a robot spider um, <laughs> in my living room. Oh, and, man, you have it in your living room? Wow. Yeah. Why, why, do, why does it have to do that? Why does it have to look so dumb? <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I have a couple theories on it. One, uh, Netgear will tell you that it looks that way for engineering and performance reasons like it probably has a bunch of like antennas sticking out of it that's that spider look right five so uh you know you get those antennas outside of the box and you get better performance out of those and so this being a router that probably cost you a couple hundred bucks it's kind of targeted towards people who are going to expect a lot from it the best performance they don't want to walk out walk to the end of their house and lose a signal um and stuff like that so you know it's it's built for uh, uh performance ahead of aesthetics but I have a theory that these routers that are supposed to be extreme, they often have extreme in their name for some reason, um, are, are geared towards people who like that look. And when you think of like a PC gamer and you look at like PC gaming hardware, it's often really kind of like for lack of a better word, it's kind of garish looking. You know, you've got these yeah. neon lights and these like angular shapes and sides and all this kind of crazy stuff. And, you know, the router kind of matches that look, that aesthetic. Like, uh, you know, we've seen routers at trade shows that look like Demon Spawn. Like, they came right out of Diablo 3. And, like, uh, I think that they are designed specifically to target that audience. Can can I tell you a little... I'm going to get a lot of bad feedback <laughs> about this. Uh, but... PC gamers, uh, the people who are buying this, who are who are encouraging this uh, this awful aesthetic, <laughs> it, it 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 hurts my head 
Because they're people who, uh, in theory, all they care about is, you know, kind of maximizing the power. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter what it looks like. At least that's how kind of PC gaming presents itself. Right. And yet, there's just this awful... It feels like uh, there's some something in, in, in people's blood that they want that hot rod look. Yeah, it's total uh, hot rod. bulky. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, this is like the, like, I never really learned how cars look nice. <laughs> uh, and I'm applying my backwards logic to... Uh, to routers it's, it's and the, PC cases. Yeah, the and I did read like, and, yeah. yeah, I read some comics along the way. So let's put in some hard edges. <laughs> uh, it's it's awful. Um. Anyway, total total distraction. Um, let's talk about the other people. Sure. The normals. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's the holiday season. Somebody is buying a router for themselves or for their loved ones. <laughs> it's insane to uh, think of a router as a holiday gift. It's it's so like you know, like, I you think know it's a good one. It's like Johnny, it's like what do you want from Santa this year? Well, <laughs> you know, I want a new basketball hoop. Uh, I could use some socks. Um, Tell you know, me you have I need, not I need bought a router for your parents on my car. And oh yeah, I want a really sick internet router. <laughs> <laughs> you you have right? You bought a router for your parents, haven't you? Uh, you know, personally, I feel like that's I have every not. tech nerd's job. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say my my in laws are uh, my my father in law is pretty savvy himself, so uh, you know he can handle it. And uh, you know, my mom's been able to make do uh, with whatever the internet provider has given her. Oh, nice! <laughs> You've left her yeah. to trust the internet provider. Yeah. Great, great child. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because, like, I think this year specifically. Um, they might actually be a gift that you might considering because like for, for the average people, the non gamer, the non hardcore person, the most people are, like I said earlier, using the routers that are provided to them by their cable company, which are generally a couple generations behind crappy. They never get updated. They never get like firmware updates and stuff like that to get made better. Uh, and they're not the type of people that are going to go spend $200 on a router to fix something that is like kind of broken, but not fully broken um, because it's already there. But there's these routers from, like, companies like Google now. Um, Their routers are designed for, like, the normal person. And they are uh, designed to address those pain points that everyone has with their router, whether it's, you know, uh, poor wireless signal, whether it's a pain to restart, whether it's this kind of, like, black box enigma that they don't understand, or it's just ugly in the middle of their living room with, like, seven antennas sticking out of it. And so there's these, like routers that have no antennas and they kind of just look like a bluetooth speaker like you'd be hard to tell the difference between google's on router and an amazon echo right like, they look like the same thing so you could put it in the middle of your living room and nobody's the wiser nobody knows that it's your super high power for wi-fi access point right um and they allow you to do simple things like reboot the router from your phone so i don't have to get up off my couch put my my beer and my popcorn down and trudge all the way up to my uh, office, unplug the thing and plug it back in. I could just use an app on my phone, click a button and reboot it. Um, which your is like, popcorn app on your phone, a real king. Yeah. That's what you're describing here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> living the life, living the dream. Uh, and so like the, these types of things are kind of like, they're geared towards the opposite of that PC gamer that we talked about earlier that wants to maybe do some crazy customization and like access crazy settings on their router and load different firmwares on there, which is a thing people actually do. They hack their routers and load custom firmwares onto them for better performance. Um, but these aren't designed to do that at all. 
they don't even offer like some things that people would think were basic like extra ports on the back like there's no like you can't plug in a bunch of like stuff to the back of them because there's only one port and you're just supposed to use it as wi-fi um but these are the kinds of things that like if you were to give that as a gift for say your parents um you could now from chris you're in texas yeah and your parents live in missouri right yeah so your parents are having trouble with their internet router you gave them a google on router you have the app on their on your phone that's connected to it, and you could reboot their router from Texas oh, and solve their nice. problems. So, like, the, those are the kind of things that you, like, are solving problems for yourself while also helping your parents. <laughs> okay, so I, it, Lord knows if we don't talk about the PC gamer. Yeah. Oh, the outrage. The outrage <laughs> will come. So, for them... The the person who is going to firmware the updates yeah. or, or whatever, uh, what what do they buy? So they they buy the thing that you have. So I think the Neckier Nighthawk is a really popular one. Um, right. Asus uh, has some really popular ones among the gamer set. Uh, TP Link is another uh, common uh, brand that you'll see. Then they've got lots of antennas and and uh, lots of ports on the back because the PC gamer. They're the type of one that's going to put the router next to their computer and they're not going to mm-hmm. trust their Wi-Fi signal and they are going to run a cable directly back into the router from their computer. So they, Can I be really honest with you? Yeah, that's you. Talked to big game making fun of PC gamers. But, yep, that's that's why it's in the living room because <laughs> I have a giant PC tower in my living room right next to it. Yeah, yeah. And you want the zero latency so you can, you know, of course. frag baddies or whatever. Um, um, sometimes I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, because I'm going to frag daddies. That is, that's really what I call my pastime. Some people call it gaming. I call it fragging daddies. Uh, but you want like the best performance you can get. And the best performance you can get is going to be avoiding the Wi-Fi signal in- entirely. Um, but, you know, these types of uh, uh, customers also might be the first ones that want to stream 4K TV when they're watching TV in another room. So that router is going to be strong enough to give them a wireless signal to do that. Um, but yeah, they look like giant spiders. Garbage. Um, <laughs> I, I have one final question for you, and maybe this ties into the last question. Why do people who read our site care so much about routers? <laughs> it's a really good question. I think there's there's it's there's a two part answer to this. One, routers are a universal pain point for everybody. Um. They're like smartphones in that everybody has one and interacts with it to varying degrees and uses it every single day. And so you can't go into a home, a modern home, uh, that doesn't have a router somewhere. It's like it's like a standard appliance. And so uh, people are, are intimately familiar with them, even if they don't know all the technical details of them. They know that, the, that their home has a router and that it serves them internet in one form or another. Uh, and then they also know when it's not working and the lights are blinking at them and they don't understand anything about that. So they just unplug it and plug it back in. Um, so, so, you know, everybody has a, like a kind of an interest in there on that level. And then, you know, the Verge's audience is generally uh, more technic- technical or, or, or have a, a greater level of technical interest than maybe the average person. Uh, and maybe they are uh, really into PC gaming or really into being able to stream a uh, high bandwidth stuff all over their house. 
Uh, and so they want to know the latest and greatest router advancements and what's next in router world. Uh, and also, sometimes these things just look really cool. Like, I think we had a headline uh, at CES last year that just was like, look at this freaking router. <laughs> and it was one of our most popular articles out of the CES show because the thing was just crazy to look at. Oh, my gosh. What a weird time to be alive. Um, <laughs> thank you for being on, on this show. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, as always. And thank you for listening. We are here every Tuesday. Uh, and you can find us on iTunes. It's a place that uh, maybe you don't normally uh, download your podcast on. But I would really encourage you to go there anyway. Uh, leave a review because it goes a very long way to getting the show out to more people. Or uh, you can find us on Twitter, obviously. We're at What's Tech. Dan, where can people find you? Um, oh, boy. You can find me on Twitter, uh, DC Seifert. That's S-E-I-F-E-R-T. Uh, and, of course, on TheVerge.com. And I'd also like to thank our producer, Andrew Marino, who did a great job putting in those air horns. I'm sure he actually went and did it, that I'm not sending this thank you out into the ether for no reason. He did a great job with the air horns. Y'all, it's the holiday season. It's not a fun time to go outside and shop. If you live in a cold area, it's not a fun time to go outside anyway. That's why I like Harry's. Because they just send the stuff you need to you. No going outside. No dealing with the cold. You turn on Christmas Vacation on your TV. And you shave yourself. Because you want to look good. For whoever special is coming over to watch uh, some Netflix. And to, uh, what, what do they say? Chill. Uh, this holiday season, Harry's has something for every guy out there. Whether it's a secret Santa gift for your office colleague, the guy you know who is uh, seemingly impossible to shop for, or, you know what, yourself. Treat yourself nice. Holiday shaving sets uh, come at all sorts of prices, starting at $15. As a special offer for our listeners, though, Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase when you go to harrys.com and enter promo code WT. Harry's not only makes its own really high-quality grooming products, but they also give 1% of their sales and 1% of their time back to the communities they serve. So you can feel good about a gift that gives back. Finding the perfect gift from Harry's couldn't be easier and doesn't involve any frustrating shopping mall trips. Harry's.com is streamlined and easy to use. It takes less than 30 seconds to place an order, and they offer great customer service uh, to support that purchase. Go to harrys.com right now, and as a special offer for our fans, Harry's will give you $5 off your first order with code WT. Don't wait. Free shipping for the holidays ending on December 10th, so act now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Enter code WT. Harry's makes every morning feel like a holiday. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba.